Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Piece Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece, give it our super scientific rating, and also chit-chat a little bit. So before we get started, (laughs) Julie, recommendations. Oh my god, I had one this morning, I promise, and then it immediately went away, and now I'm just so upset. Um, So I'm reading a book called She is a Haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually comes out in February, so it's like perfect timing. And mm-hmm. it is described as like a cross between like Mexican Gothic Ooh. Um, and like, you know, those those types of stories where like the inanimate house holds secrets and a mystery and there's like a life force to it. Um, but it's really good. Uh. And I'm sorry, I'm falling apart already. (laughs) It's okay. Um, I feel like our listeners do not listen to this for us to be composed and calm. (laughs) Uh, If they had, oops. Uh, When we we are recording this, I am three weeks from going out on maternity leave and I'm feeling every bit of it in every fiber of my being. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I, um, your, your tenacity when I'm, I'm, I'm just as decomposed as you, not decomposed, uncomposed. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm just as uncomposed as you are. And it's cause I got like seven hours of sleep. Uh, we are built different and you are built. Wait, different. isn't that a good thing? Not for me. I need a good eight and a half to nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm one of those. Um, I'm also stalling for a recommendation because <laughs> see when I stall, I can't do both at once. Oh, I mean, I'm not doing both successfully at once. I'm just trying. <laughs> oh, trying. We're we're all just trying. We're all just trying. Here's oh, here's what I was gonna recommend. First off, if you're like me, this is me talking to me, Laura, future Laura editing this. Just because you have the night free does not mean you can do something that night. I am mm. so bad at being like, oh, I can do it because all these nights are free. And then I overcommit, not realizing mm. I need a day to like wash my dishes and my do my laundry and pay my bills and like all those things that kind of admin upkeep of life. So yes. I schedule myself an admin day now of like at least once a week, schedule myself a three hour block of like, this is your admin day, like that you have to take to do like be the administrator of your life. And then I actually, I just read like a whole thing about how like the 40 hour work week was designed when people didn't have to do all the things that we do in our home. Yeah. (laughs) And so like, we really should have like a 32 hour work week so that we have like a day like that. Yeah. Cause it's hard. And so I, and I always want to do everything and so people are Mm -hmm. like oh let's let's go out to eat or let's do this or let you know and so I say yes thinking oh there's nothing officially on my calendar so those things just go away and then I get stressed about those things yes Michael we are going to break hopefully (laughs) maybe we'll see anyway hey I'm Tori 
I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports, but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry? Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Julie, what movie yeah. are we talking about? We are talking about Banshees of Inishern, uh-huh. which is written and directed by Martin McDonough. Uh-huh. Um, and on the remote island, on a remote island off the coast of Ireland, Patrick, Patrick, oh fuck, I looked it up, you heard me, Patrick, yeah, is devastated when his buddy Holmes suddenly puts an end to their lifelong friendship with help from his sister and a troubled young islander, Patrick, sets out to repair the damaged relationship by any means necessary, however, as Holmes' resolve only strengthens, he soon delivers an ultimatum that leads to shocking consequences. You know what, that was, that was a solid... That was solid. That was a saga, solid Google summary. Solid Google summary. That SGS, you know? <laughs> um, I uh, love Martin McDonough. Um, and for any listeners who don't have not read his plays or watched any of his plays, he um, usually does stuff like in remote sections of Ireland is kind of a baseline theme. And they always start off pretty normal and then they mm-hmm. get very intense mm-hmm. and very gory. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of his staple. And Julie, I know you love him too. So I don't this know if the movie was very signature Martin McDonough. Yes. And I, I was the first like few minutes, if you will, or I think it's like 30 minutes before we get into like when it starts to go like, whoa. Mm-hmm um i was like okay where's the, the thump at the door yeah oh, wait, we can talk about it <laughs> yeah so i was like it's it's very funny funny dialogue but like dark humor funny so good and then but i was like where's where's the martin mcdonough like where where is it not the end night Shyamalan twist you know but martin mcdonough like oh it just gets intense and then the moment he's like i will cut off one of my fingers if you ever talk to me again i was like there it is there's our boy <laughs> yeah my like i i sent you a text and i truly i was like i will probably formulate my thoughts on the show mm-hmm. um when we're recording and i i think that's true to any time i've ever seen one of his plays yeah. and that's one of the reasons i love him as a playwright mm-hmm. is that i do i walk away and continue thinking about it for like days afterwards yeah um but the one note that i had written down before i got to that was i just think that colin farrell is so good at playing the like that fool character yeah um somewhere early in the movie he says the line so you think i'm dull Mm -hmm. and wherever that was his delivery was pitch perfect like he that and then that monologue that he gives in the pub he's so damn talented yeah he um the the martin mcdonough stuff is so i mean it helps if you're irish but his we 
in undergrad we did cripple of Inishmen, and then in graduate school we did the the beauty of oh i forget beauty the, queen of Lane. beauty queen of Lane. thank you and um it's like i said we aren't irish so there's that but it's very hard to play his stuff because it's not quote-unquote funny it's not quote-unquote dramatic it's this weird in-between dramatic dark earthy space that you Mm. can't overplay you can't underplay and to just see a movie where it's just like perfectly done will help drama teachers (laughs) in the future explain it (laughs) yeah 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 that's I mean that's so such a great sort of like encapsulation of it because it is like if if this had been pushed or forced anymore Mm -hmm. it would have not been good but everyone's performance in this is just so fantastic so that when he says like if you talk to me again i will cut off my finger Mm -hmm. like you're like oh my god like there's no doubt he's gonna do it yeah it's Chekhov's finger at this point yeah like (laughs) but but like you know like as a like you know the the crux of this at at the start is like this like friendship breakup Mm -hmm. and that dynamic of like but i don't understand why aren't we friends anymore why Mm -hmm. can't we fix it that's so real yeah do you think that it's a allegory for the ireland conflict since that's playing on in the background the civil war yeah I sus- I'm I'm sure there is absolutely an element to that. Yeah. Um, because it takes place in April 1923. Mm-hmm. And so that's happening throughout. Like it obviously has not come to the island, but you they talk about it. They hear the gunshots in the background, and there are even little lines that are like, "I wonder what they're fighting about," or "Why can't they just get along?" or mm-hmm. something like that. And this is actually the second movie that Brendan Gleeson, Colin Farrell, and Martin McDonough have done together. The other is In Bruges, mm-hmm. which is like another one that you're like, ooh, so good. And once again, Colin Farrell just killing it as the fool character. Yeah. I wonder if there are a lot of people who don't under, just don't know Martin McDonough and start this movie. Mm-hmm. And don't go any further than like 20 minutes in because they're like bored, if that makes sense. I can see that. You know. Because the the trailer did play up more of the comedy aspect of Martin McDonough. Yeah. Um, because it, it it's all it always happens. Like he makes you laugh, and then there's a point where you're like, oh God, am yeah. I a terrible person for laughing? Yeah. I and then they flip it, which I love, is they have this, like, soothsayer woman character. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these bad things have happened. And everything that they've said has happened. Like, I will cut off my finger if you do this. I will do the... Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you're expecting, like, oh, the next thing someone says will happen. And the old woman says, don't kill his dog. Or don't you dare kill his dog. And he said, why'd you put that thought in my head? If I didn't, I wasn't going to. Now now the thought's in my head. And so as an audience member, that amazing element of suspense of us going like, is he going to kill the dog? Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Is just brilliantly written. 
just knows how to tug with our emotions in such a good way. Oh, and also the the whole subplot with the the neighbor mm-hmm. played by Barry Keegan. Mm-hmm. I think I said his name right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just like oh, and there's there's no way for that to end in this movie written by Martin McDonough. There's no way that that will end. Po- you know, with a, a positive bow. Like we just yeah. know something <clears throat> terrible is going to happen. Yeah. Um, incidentally, that actor, because uh-huh. Mike and I both were like, God, he's good. Um, <laughs> he plays the, um, in the Batman, the okay. Robin Pattinson one. Yeah. He plays the Joker, but the scene was deleted from the movie. Oh, I heard about that. So if you look up this scene, it is like, okay. That's where the Joker is talking to the Riddler, right? In Arkham? Um, He's talking to Batman. Oh, okay. Got it. There's a whole scene between them that like, they just clearly had a cut because it would be like an additional subplot. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But I mean, I, I imagine we'll see. Yeah more of him <laughs> um the batman was way too long so i understand they, so, need, so they need to cut things oh my gosh um what's it oh so here's here's a tangent that i teased Ooh. um it is feral feral fed colin feral february for some reason i can't pronounce his name correctly unless i put his first name first because otherwise i say like feral like a feral cat which is what i am when we watch colin feral movies so. <laughs> uh i met him Mm-hmm. So I was working in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was years ago. I was working at Bush Gardens, and he was in town filming something. I cannot remember what it was. It was like back when they were like back when like he was just getting cast as like sexy man. And they was were it just, a new like, world? Yes. I was like, what are they using that Jamestown set? <laughs> Yes, that it, that was exactly what it was. And it was like back when like, and look, we all know he's incredibly attractive. Like he yes. knows it. We all know it. Yeah. Um, but he is such a good actor mm-hmm. that I am so glad he did not get trapped mm-hmm. um, as long as Leonardo DiCaprio did in that like, I'm the sexy guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was filming that movie and this was. This was Williamsburg, Virginia. Like, I just want to be clear. <laughs> this was not anywhere exciting. So, of course, he was staying at, like, there was a very fancy, like, um, gated resort that the rich people would stay at. So, at the time, I was stage managing an Irish step dancing show. So, of course, mm-hmm. all of all of the lasses mm-hmm. were, like, on it with getting the Colin Farrell information. Yeah. And so one of the girls one day was like, he's going to be at this place at this time. So this place was like a Greek buffet restaurant or like some really random, like, like collaboration of things. Yeah. After 10 PM, they would close off the back of the restaurant and turn it into a club. Oh man. I I know the story continues to get more and more absurd. (laughs) I love it. I just would like to, though, I do need to point out that you say Williamsburg is not exciting. And I, I want to counter that with, you've never been a 10 year old girl with a full. No, no, no. I'm saying like, it doesn't have a rock and nightlife. Cause this was like young Colin Farrell. Yeah. 
Okay. So we go to this Greek restaurant slash buffet slash dance club. Oh, it's everything I want. And like, it's literally like they move the tables to the side. There's discotheque lighting. Like it was so. Uh, but we still uh, serve gyros. Yeah. <laughs> like the front of the restaurant is still a restaurant. That's my favorite part. Um, but like my, I think it was Rachel. I can't remember. This was so long ago. But the, like she just sort of like plowed in, found mm-hmm. him at a table, and just like walked up and introduced herself. And then all I did was stand there awkwardly. Mm-hmm. But for that like minute and a half, I was standing within three feet of Colin Farrell. Uh, and that is my story. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> we all need a Rachel in our life, right? I think yeah. I it, it I'm pretty surely like I'm like 90% sure it's Rachel. See and sister. what's interesting about that Julie is I think you're the Rachel of my life. Really? <laughs> yeah, like you're the one who's like hold on and you just like go through. <laughs> yeah. All right. Look at yeah. me, I'm a Rachel. All dreamy. Um no, I thought he like he's still an attractive man, but he's just a good actor. Um and Which to I, me makes him even more attractive. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh yeah, he did play a lot of like romantic leads for a very long time. Do you know who I think has had the opposite trajectory of his career? Is who? Gerard Butler, where he started off doing more like goofy comedy roles and then he got into that phantom hotness vibe and then he got stuck you know i honestly can't think of anything he's done recently he's not the guy from the boys is he the guy from the boys no i don't think so i don't watch the boys oh well i watched the first season of the boys when it first came out so a while ago it got too intense for me um also i we have not finished the season Oh no, we had this conversation before. It's Carl Urban. I get Carl Urban and Gerard Butler confused all the time. My favorite SNL sketch that has ever happened in the history of ever, probably just by concept alone, is they are playing a game show called Is It Dylan McDermott or Is It uh, Dermot Malroney? <laughs> like those two actors and they're like is it mcdermott or and it is so funny because they put up two pictures and you're like i don't i don't and they're like this guy was in the first season of american horror story and you're like i don't what (laughs) so anyway that's amazing and i love it so much (laughs) it was a great it was a great concept of a sketch of like these two people have absurd names (laughs) And they look exactly the same. And they do the exact same roles. <laughs> Have fun. Um, yeah. I, listeners, if you did not watch and you're just listening to our commentary, he does not kill the dog. Thank goodness. Oh, yes. Um, has, he actively saves the dog. Yeah. And he says, you're the only nice thing about him. The, oh, I will say the monologue, and you did hint at this, the like your not nice monologue Mm -hmm. and i thought you were nice is first off brilliantly done but is one of those sentiments that as a just a person who thinks overthinks life way too much 
there it's always this thing of like am I actually nice or am I pretending to be nice Mm -hmm. and so like if you want to get fucked up think about that for a little while um there's a lot of I'm so nice pretenders yeah yeah well and there's like (laughs) there's like levels to it right like am I actually nice or am I pretending to be nice to myself to my friends to my family like and then we all have boundaries and who that niceness goes to and whatever but I yeah I just and I really love this movie as a performer slash musician actor that is slowly getting into the director area of my Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. but the fact that he is willing to give up a friendship and this also could be a great allegory for this, but like willing to give up his friendship and cut off his appendages where he can no longer even do the thing for the sake of the thing. But it also like, I mean, there is this element and this is me again. Mm-hmm. I said I would process this while I was on the call. Yeah. Um, I do feel like this is there is this element now of like now it's Patrick's fault. Yeah, if I don't make the next beautiful like if i don't finish my beautiful song it's not my fault anymore yeah and i like this thing has consumed me so much mm-hmm. Ugh. and boundary setting too of like yeah yes it like it is Patrick's fault but you know like i'm gonna put the blame on him but also Patrick has been given a clear boundary yep with no explanation which is horrible and heart-wrenching and i feel like we've all been there and we've also all done it um because sometimes the explanation hurts more than the thing right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Patrick keeps going like and and the moment <laughs> the sad moment is like whenever the young boy he's like a teenager says like oh he actually thought you were really interesting now and Patrick changes how he approaches him mm-hmm. and becomes this other person and becomes mean. And then the young boy was like, I thought you were one of the nice ones. So that like, who is nice and who is mean when it comes to friendship and keeping yeah. friendships together, carrying friendships apart. We hit about this movie. Um, if you have not watched it and you are thinking of watching it, I will just say that there is animal uh, violence mm-hmm. within it. And mm-hmm. so I just want to give that content warning. Yes. Um, there is also like gory hand violence and we've talked about that. But there is some animal violence that is pretty just graphic yeah. and disturbing. So I just want to be clear. Um, if you, I feel like uh, if you're like, oh, I don't want to watch or see that and you're interested in what we're talking about, I highly recommend checking out Premier Local Library because they probably will have all of his stuff, all of his plays. So, Is this based on one of his plays? I don't think so. I think oh, this okay. is one. I'm just saying that like, if people are like, oh, one of his plays instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to watch that visually. They mm-hmm. Just absorb and talk and ponder. Because they're also multi-layer. We talked about like the Irish Civil War versus like what it means to be nice or mean. And what is it like? Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. so many things to take away from it. So I'm sure I have lots to talk about a week from now because I'll still, I'll be like, Julie. <laughs> <I'm> right. <talking. laughs> no, how about you, Julie? Anything else? 
Uh, no, I think I, I captured it all. Okay, so I have two ratings that I want us to do. Okay, okay. So the normal one. One oh out God. of ten. Um, sisters sailing away <laughs> to go to another job. Uh, what do you give this movie? Um, so I, I will say this because a lot of times when I rate my movie, mm-hmm. I make a comment about like rewatch status. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not necessarily a movie that I'm like, Hey y'all, it's Friday. Wanna, wanna watch the Banshees <laughs> of Inisherin? Um, but with that said, I think this movie was just beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will give it an, an eight out of 10. And as I continue thinking about it, I suspect it will move up even higher. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, I'm like, I probably will never rewatch it again unless someone is like, ooh, I'd like to. Um, but I was in it the whole time. Beginning yeah. to end, there wasn't one part. I don't think there was a line wasted. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could have edited it down any more streamlined. I think every shot served a purpose. And the acting was flawless. So, yeah. All right, my second was scale. Mm-hmm. One out of five. No. Movie. One being low, five being high. How feral were you for Colin Farrell? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. One is low and five, five is high? Is yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a two because I wasn't, and then he delivered that brilliant monologue and... And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this damn actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go like a three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to surprise her, not tell her. Um, this, is good. this is good. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, Julie, what yeah. do you have to look forward to? Just taking a breath. Mm-hmm. Um we are recording this early as you know listeners this isn't a spoiler um and in in a few weeks i get to take like a week and a half before the baby comes and then things get busy again and i'm just like i've never gone that long without working Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm just like and i know that i'll be doing a lot of stuff around the house and getting ready but like i'm just so excited to not have eighteen thousand jobs I listened to a, another podcast and they have someone who actually has a very similar timeline as you. And they were talking about how they were excited to focus on one thing that, yes, mm-hmm. that's a baby, mm-hmm. but like not seven jobs, one thing. Right. Yeah. Um, it is, it is very interesting. Um, the sort of differences, the generational differences in some of the things people have said to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, for example, someone that is older and comes from a generation where the women, all the women breastfed, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to breastfeed. That's not something I feel ashamed about or feel like I, I shouldn't share or anything like that. So I'm getting real. Um, but she made a comment to me that like, I'm going to be so tired because I'm going to be up all night and I'll be doing work that no one in my family can help me do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, actually, I'm not. (laughs) My husband will be equally taking this on. Yeah. Um, But just like that's that sort of mindset. 
um, and and some other things that make me angrier. But that was just a moment where I was like, oh, you're just from a different generation than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have today off work and I have um, nothing planned, quote unquote, but I have everything planned. Mm. So I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going manicure and pedicure because I have to look nice for someone's baby shower. Because um, <laughs> that's coming up weirdly in this nail cycle. Ooh. And then I'm going to go to Lush and buy shampoo and conditioner. I'm just going to walk around the mall. Ugh. And I'm just excited. <laughs> I haven't had a day off work where I haven't been working another day off my full-time job where I haven't been working another job in a very long time. So, Right? Ugh. Yeah. I'm very excited. She says recording a podcast. Um, <laughs> also that. It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. So listeners thank you for listening you're amazing welcome to 2023 isn't it crazy over here what um we don't know we're recording this early (laughs) hopefully it's not (laughs) hopefully nothing (laughs) crazy has happened um yeah buy our merch like review subscribe um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a really cool year for julie and i for for a million reasons so yeah follow us and uh, thank you for listening bye follow our journey bye <laughs>